This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you very much for joining us today on this podcast. I am extremely excited about you. I'm excited about your business. I'm excited about your family. I'm excited about your life. Because if you are connected to the Kingdom Mogul podcast, then you are most likely a Kingdom Mogul. And a Kingdom Mogul is someone who is led by the Spirit of God to do the work of God in the marketplace using godly principles. And to be a Kingdom business leader, to be a business leader, you don't have to own a business. You can work in a business. You can work with and for someone else and still be a kingdom mogul because you are carrying these kingdom principles with you wherever you go. And so I'm excited about that. Today, we're talking about manifesting your kingdom assignment, manifesting your kingdom assignment. What does that look like? Right. You have the experience to perform it but you might not have the competency to do it alone, right? At a God level. So we need one another. Our kingdom assignment is a direct reflection of what God's purpose is for our life, right? Our purpose is why we were created and our kingdom assignment is how we demonstrate that. So today we're going to be talking about manifesting that in the marketplace. How do you stay confident? How do you stay content? How do you make sure that you are certain that this is what God has called you to do. And so the whole objective of this particular episode is to show you that you have an assignment and to walk with you on how to be faithful to it. And we have something that we call pillars. We're going to talk about some pillars today in your kingdom assignment. But before we get into that, I want to share a few power thoughts with you. Like you were created to dominate in your specific area of gifting, in your specific assignment. One person that I admire, somebody that I look to is Dr. Miles Monroe. And whenever I listen to him speak or watch his videos, listen to his audios or read his books, he's always talking about manifesting kingdom, not just in the marketplace, but just in life, period. I believe that was his message was to teach us what kingdom looks like here on earth. And one quote that he said, he said that we were not created to lord over people. We were created to dominate in our specific area of gifting. And then the right people will come and eat from our tree. Isn't that some good eating right there? I don't have to chase after anybody or anything or any clients. All I have to do is worry about producing in my specific area of gifting and the right people will come and eat from our tree, right? That is amazing. And that's just not some kind of well thought up concept. We can see that in nature. And we know that the creator of nature is God. So nature is a reflection of who God is, right? And so when you look at an apple tree, an apple tree doesn't come and knock on my door and say, hey, you want some apples? No, the apple, it's planted and it produces where it is. And if we want apples, we have to go pick them. An orange tree, same scenario. An orange tree doesn't walk down the street and say, hey, anybody want some oranges? No. An orange tree is planted where it is 
and it produces. And if we want oranges, we go and get oranges. If we are focused on being the best that we can be, being a kingdom representative, making sure that we are producing in our specific area of gifting, our specific assignment, when we do that, and we do that feverishly, and we do that at the level of excellence that we can afford, then the right people will find us. And so we're going to be talking about that today. What does that look like? And how do you remain consistent and accountable to that kind of lifestyle? What area of influence have you been called to? What is your purpose and your assignment? And what is your framework for accomplishing it? Where is that place where you're supposed to dominate? That you're supposed to be the authority in that place. What is that assignment and how does your purpose align with it? Remember, your purpose is why you were created, but your assignment is how you demonstrate that in various environments. I believe that my purpose in life is to encourage and equip leaders to become the better version of themselves. So if that's my purpose, if that's my purpose, how do I demonstrate that in various environments? How do I demonstrate that as a father? Well, I make sure that my wife and I, we create an environment where our children are challenged, but they also can thrive. How do I do that in my business? Well, I help business leaders grow their faith as they grow their business. And they're becoming better leaders, stronger leaders, more effective and impactful, influential leaders in the process. If you meet me in a grocery store or at a soccer game or at a basketball game or at Sunday service or walking down the street, you're going to get that. You're going to get that message in some kind of way. My responsibility is to make sure that I'm doing my assignment at all times, right? And so having a framework for accomplishing that is important. We're going to talk about a little bit about what that framework looks like for us today. Uh, in order to be on assignment, you have to know that you've been called to it. And I want to ask you a question as you're listening to this podcast. Have you had your burning bush moment yet? Have you had your burning bush encounter yet? You know what I'm talking about. Moses, Moses had a burning bush encounter up until the burning bush encounter. He was going about his regular scheduled program, herding sheep all day. That's all he did. That was his job. It's to herd sheep, to lead sheep. But then he had this encounter on the mountaintop with this burning bush. And I call this your calling moment where God is calling you. God is calling you to a deeper level, a deeper relationship with him. This is a holy interruption because it interrupted, it disrupted his regularly scheduled program, it disrupted his life, it totally shifted the way that he would do life from that point on. How he saw the world was totally shifted because of this calling, because of this holy interruption, because of this burning bush moment. Have you had your burning bush moment yet? Have you heard God calling you to something specific? Not just ministry within the, the the walls of the church. That's good. But a call, something that you can impact and touch daily, something that you have to be totally involved in. 
a cause that transcends the moments of frustration and it keeps you faithful where you are, even though you have every right to not be there. You have every right to move on. You have you have the talent, you have the skill set to do something else, something easier, something less weighty, something that may even bring you even more prestige, but you cannot leave this assignment alone. This holy disruption just wrecked your life and messed you up and you cannot leave it alone. You know that if you were not to do this, you will not be fulfilled in life. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter about the amount of money you make. It doesn't matter about your prestige or your platform. It's like, I have to do this. And anywhere you go, you carry this assignment with you. You have to do this. That is when you know you've been called to something. When it just, it, it, it won't just, it just won't let you go. You can't do anything else as good as you do this. Your purpose and your assignment are connected, but they are not the same. Your purpose is why you were created, but your assignment is how you demonstrate that purpose in different environments. And once you decide to be obedient to that call, to that holy interruption, be mindful that you are on assignment everywhere you go and at all times. You can't put this thing down. So to be effective in your calling, you have to be confident as well. But here's the thing. Our confidence doesn't come from our own uh, personal knowledge base. It comes from God. When we're walking out our assignment, our confidence is in God and not our own genius. Man, that is a relief. That is a relief. That I can confront my, my past. I, I can confront my own ideas with God's genius. I can say, does this, does this add up? Is this God's best for me? That I don't have to worry about it. Listen, our confidence is revealed by how well we sense Holy Spirit. When we can sense Holy Spirit and we can be obedient to the teaching and the guiding and the correcting of Holy Spirit, that's when you know that you are on your way to being even more confident in your assignment. Our confidence increases when we allow Holy Spirit to guide us. So when we submit to the leading of Holy Spirit and we begin to see the results, listen, our confidence increases. Our confidence is validated when we see God's work being done because of our obedience. It's not because of us. It's because we were willing to be obedient we were willing to be obedient to what God told us to do. And because we are obedient to what God told us to do, people's lives are being transformed. And when we see people's lives being transformed, then our confidence is validated. Like, you know what? This works. <laughs> this obedience, this assignment thing works. And it doesn't just work for you. Of course, you're going to reap some of the benefit of it because you're doing the work. We can't muzzle the ox. But listen, the purpose of God planting you, the purpose of God calling you and interrupting your life is because somebody out there needs what you have and he wants to use you as a vessel. And in that, listen, God gives us the opportunity to manage his influence. When we are obedient and we are confident in what God called us to do, he then lends us his influence. Woo. You remember in school when you were in, in, in uh, either middle school or elementary and you had to use the bathroom. And in order to get out of that classroom, you needed to get a pass from your teacher. And in that moment, your teacher then 
lends you her influence. That past is an extension of your teacher's influence. And now, once you have that influence in your hand, you are responsible for doing what you've been assigned to do, is to go to the bathroom and come back to the classroom, and you have a specific time to do that. And so now you have a choice that once you leave that classroom, you can either be obedient to the assignment and honor the influence, or you can walk up and down the halls. You can abuse that influence. And when you abuse that influence, you put yourself in a position of strict accountability. But when you properly manage that influence, you can walk down that hallway with confidence. Because even if another teacher or a hall monitor says, where are you going? You can lift your pass up. I got a pass. You can proceed to your destination after that. But without a pass, without having that influence, you're out there by yourself and you are open to whatever happens in that hallway. Man, that's the same way with God. When God gives us an assignment, he is lending us his influence. And in that, we can be content, right? A content leader knows how to use what they have to get the job done. They don't, they don't compare their assignment to the assignment of others because they know that God has given them something specific, a specific cause to do, so I don't have to compare myself to you. Now, in traditional business practices, we're always trying to outdo one another. Where I'm comparing my business to your business and seeing how you're doing and trying to use some of your best practices to apply to my business to see if it works, and it's like... We're always in competition with traditional business practices. And the competition is to my 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 overall objective is to make sure that I'm better than you. When we're operating in kingdom principles, it's all about collaboration. Listen, we can be doing the same thing in the same market and we can collaborate and do greater work because we understand that the 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 destination the, the result is to make sure that God is manifested. His assignment, his agenda is manifested in this earth. And we are just vessels. He is just using us. God owns all of this stuff. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So if the earth is the Lord's, then guess what? We own nothing. We are just stewards of it. So why not connect with another steward to make sure that this work gets done? You know, often think about that, that parable of the talents. I know we, um, we, we, we look at it one way, but just imagine if they all would have put their money together, how much more they could have gotten. I know that the master gave each one of them talents according to their level of faith. But what if the five and the two and the one got together? It's eight talents and they got together and created a partnership to double and triple what the master had given them. How much more good they could have done, how much more they could have earned, how much more interest that could, they could have earned over time. Just imagine if they would have did that. See, when you are content in who God called you to be, it means that you trust God with the outcome. You're responsible for the activity. God is responsible for the outcome. And being content shows that you are not double minded. You trust God. You don't trust yourself, meaning you don't you acknowledge God and all you do. You don't put your ways and your knowledge and your quote unquote wisdom above what God's wisdom is, because his ways, not our ways, his thoughts, not our thoughts, they're higher than ours anyway. So when you're content, 
It shows that you trust God and that you're not double-minded. You're in one day you're 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 depending on yourself, another day you're depending on God. No, you're like, you know what, God? This is yours anyway. You are always in a posture of surrender and submission. This is yours anyway. I want your best for me. I know what my best is, but if your best is better than my best, which is all which it always is, then that's what I want. I want that. All right. And a content leader is patient with the process because they've been intimate with God. And when you've been intimate with God, you have you know, his heart. You are tapped into what he wants to do for you and with you and through you. And so you can be content in the process. Now, here's here's what I am challenged because I'm a subduer. I'm a a self-proclaimed lister. I write it down and I go after it. Sometimes I, I'm 100 percent with it. Sometimes I don't I don't always hit the mark, but I'm always moving towards something. I'm 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 I'm, a, I'm an ambitious person. And sometimes I miss it. Sometimes sometimes. Listen, I'm not patient with the process. And that means that I have to remain intimate with God. And when you are content, right, when when you are content, you can be certain you can be certain because certainty in your assignment requires mental, physical, emotional and spiritual alignment. Every part of you is committed to accomplishing your assignment. Every part of you. Part of the the kingdom mogul mindset is personal leadership. And in the personal leadership um, framework, it's all about making sure that you are healthy in those areas mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Because your assignment is going to require you to be healthy in those areas because you're going to be challenged in those areas. People are going to challenge you. Circumstances are going to come that's going to that's going to confront those areas. And if you're not um, healthy in those areas, you're going to be exposed. You're going to be exposed. That can be a chink in your armor and you want to make sure that you are good on all fronts. And thank God for his grace that covers us until we get there. But being mindful that, you know what? In order for me to be effective in my area of gifting, in order for me to produce good fruit in my specific area of gifting, I got to be good in these areas. When you look at an orange tree, if a branch is diseased, it has to be cut off. It has to be it has to the, the the farmer has to make sure that that tree stays healthy in order for it to produce what it's supposed to produce. So being certain is going to require some some pruning at times. Even when you're not certain about your own ability, you can be certain that God is in control. We just said thank you for his grace that covers us. His grace makes us look better than what we really are. Thank you, God. Because even when I'm uncertain, even when I'm having those days of uncertainty when i'm questioning when i'm when i don't have clarity i can be certain that you're in control because guess what again the earth is yours anyway and the evidence of our certainty is when when we know when we have fully relinquished our agenda to serve his agenda when we remain in a posture when we stay in a place of god what is your best because we want that manifesting your kingdom assignment is an amazing opportunity to bring heaven to earth stay content stay certain stay confident and make sure 
that you remain in the posture of your calling. Because that holy interruption that you had, it wasn't because God just wanted to mess with you. It's because God wanted to use you. And he still does. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.